0: And he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. Good morning, Christian America. This is the mission of the 12. In today's podcast, we're going to cover the Gospel of Mark chapter 6. We're going to start on verse 6. Jesus is sending out his disciples. He's been showing them his deeds. He's been showing them his miracles. He's been showing them and teaching them his way of life so that they may follow suit. It is now their time as followers of Christ to go out and become fishers of men. We're going to read about that today. We're going to discuss that today. And we're going to try to delve into what that means for us in our lives today as we get ready to get into this glorious week that God has given. So open your books, Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, Get ready to get into the word. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort, the Christian American community, where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across this nation. It's the most important aspect It's the most important issue of our time. Stop consuming yourself or having yourself be consumed with issues that don't matter. The one issue that matters, the one issue that is at the base of all the strife, at the base of all the problems, at the base of all the divisions across our country, across our community, across our families and our friends, it's a lack of of faith in god i will say it till i'm blue in the face because i mean it and i mean it because it's honestly the truth you can we can quibble and we can argue and we can quarrel over a bunch of ancillary issues about that are going on in our society today and the problems that we have if you think we don't have any problems i'd ask you what you're looking at because It's evident to anyone who has eyes. It's evident to anyone who has ears that they hear and they see the vision within our society, the vision growing within our country. The reason for that division is that the enemy never sleeps. The enemy is infecting our youth. It is infecting our culture. It is infecting our institutions. It is infecting everything that we know and we trust and we have historically uh, taken pride in. And the enemy has infiltrated that with a variety of issues, a variety of different lies, a variety of different deceits. But that one overarching deceit is to whittle away at the faith of our population, the faith of our citizens, to whittle away the support that God has from us, that we, that we claim to possess to whittle away at the faith that we claim to espouse. It's that faith that we need to revitalize. It is that faith that is, which is why we come here in order to provide, hopefully hope. And we pray that we provide some inspiration, some education and some information that you need, that the believers in Christ need, so that we too may take up this mantle of disciple, that we too may take up this mantle of follower of Christ, that we too may call ourselves Christians, so that we too may become fishers of men. That is not outside of the realm of possibility for you. It is not impossible. Scripture tells us that nothing is impossible with God on our side. And that even the smallest seed can grow into the largest tree. And so that's what we hope to do here today on this podcast. That's what we seek to do throughout our week on whatever social media platform that you're watching this or listening to this. That is the goal, ladies and gentlemen to be fishers of men and women in Christ to be seed sowers so that God may grow inside of those whom we whom we plant and that's that is the goal it should be your goal there is no bigger issue there's no more important aspect of your day Of your life of this time than the continued strength and the belief in god when enough of us recognize this problem when enough of us decide to take on this task to revitalize the christian faith across this nation and the true faith the faith in christ the faith in generosity, the faith in love, not the faith of hate, but the faith that Jesus gives us, the example that Jesus sets for us so that even when being persecuted, he still sets the example for us. And in this podcast today, as we continue Through our journey through the gospel of Mark, Jesus has been setting that example for his disciples, and now it's the disciples' turn. Now it's the disciples' turn. They've watched him heal sick people. They've watched him make the lame walk. They've watched him drive out demons. They've they've watched him do all of these things. They've listened to his teachings and explained these things. And now it's their turn. They're not ready to go out onto the world by themselves without Christ. That comes later after his passion. But Jesus does introduce this task to them and they take it up. And so in this scripture passage that we're going to read, Jesus gives them some specific instructions on how to on how to be on how to act and what to do. So let's get into it. Let's read it so you can see it and you can hear it for yourself. And then we can discuss it and, and what that means, you know, for us today. So verse 6 in Mark chapter 6 starts off with the mission of the 12. He went around to the villages in the vicinity, in the vicinity teaching. He summoned the 12 and he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for their journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. They were, however, to wear sandals, but not a second tunic. He said to them, wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave from there, whatever place does not welcome you or listen to you leave there and shake the dust off your feet in testimony against them so they went off and preached repentance they drove out many demons and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them not much to this passage But it's very important. It doesn't say much in words, but it gives us a wealth of knowledge, a wellspring of knowledge, if you will. Again, this is Jesus allowing the disciples to start out on their own for a bit. You become fishers of men. That was the initial promise to Peter. I will make you a fisher of men. So now he sends his apostles, his disciples, two by two out into the world to do what? To drive out demons specifically. Why is that necessary? I explained earlier, the enemy is of this world. If you watch this podcast, we talk quite frequently about the enemy being of this world, which is why this world is so corrupted throughout With throughout our society with debauchery, with immorality. And then not only justification of such things, but then the glorification of such things, which in turn is the glorification of Satan himself. They celebrate it. They clap their hands to it. They put it on television. They put it on radio. They throw it on the internet and people glorify it. They celebrate it. They clap their hands to it. They cheer it on. That's the enemy at work. Jesus obviously knows this, and so he's driving out possessed people. He's driving out demons. He sends the disciples to do the same two by two. So A, recognizing the problem. B, recognizing and giving them authority over these demons so that they may too take part in this holy mission this holy war against the enemy of this world he says and then then he, he instructs him don't take anything no food no sack no money in your belts that means you can't hold on without a sack you can't collect provisions for later you can't store up in case you need you need it later This signifies that you must rely on God to have faith the size of a mustard seed in order to move a mountain. You must have faith in God that he will provide, that he will lead you in the right direction. You don't need to take anything. You don't need to worry about your provisions, what you are wearing. Don't be consumed by what you have, and I'm going to direct you not to take anything to solve that problem because jesus knows as we should know that when we let our possessions take a hold of us we start to get worried about losing said possessions we start to have anxiety over the things around us we take our eyes off of christ and then all of a sudden our priority becomes our possessions it becomes our wealth it becomes our bank account it becomes our house it becomes our job it, it becomes the way that people view or think of us and so jesus solves that problem by saying don't take anything with you it goes on to say they were how, however to wear sandals but not a second tunic again don't dress nice Don't try to prepare. God is already prepared. He says, whatever place that does not welcome you or listen to you, leave there. Shake the dust off your feet as testimony against them. So in the Jewish tradition, the holy land of Israel was seen as holy, hallowed ground. And so if Jew, if the, the Jewish communities were coming from a Gentile country, they would shake off the dust of their feet prior to entering into the Holy Land. This is another symbol. Does it say that Jesus said, when you encounter people that don't listen to you, yell at them? Does he say, when you encounter people that don't listen to you, talk crap to them. Try to convince them try to hoodwink them, try to guilt them. Does he he say to start a fight with them? Does he say to argue with them? What does Jesus say? Exit from that place. Take the shoes off your feet and dust, dust them off in a testimony against them. This isn't a faith of coercion. It's the anti-Christians that want to coerce people not to believe in God. There's a false narrative that says the Christian faith forces itself on non-believers. There's a false narrative that says the Christian faith is intolerant. We are intolerant of sin, but we are not intolerant of people. There's a false narrative that says the Christian faith is overbearing and that forces itself on a population into society where it's not wanted. If someone is doing those things, they are not doing what Jesus says. I'll say that again. If someone does use Scripture as justification to force, to coerce, Their faith or themselves on a people or a population they are going against what Jesus says in this passage it's why it's important that you know scripture it's important that you read scripture it's important that you know exactly what is said because Jesus in this in this passage says quite clearly if someone doesn't agree with you doesn't support you won't listen to you won't welcome you he doesn't say to instigate an argument and make them submit, he says to just leave, dust your feet off, continue down the road, continue your journey, praising God, trusting God, he will provide. And we know this and we have faith in this and we're not even going to take a sack or any money or any food because we know we have faith that we, that he will provide. And what does it say? It says that they drove out many demons. They went off and they preached repentance for their sins. They didn't condemn anyone. They didn't make judgments on anyone that they didn't cast aspersions on anyone. He said that scripture says that they preached repentance and that they drove out many demons and anointed many with oil who were sick. And what happened when, he, when they did that? They cured them. They cured them with the power of God. If we, as the Christian community, if, if we, as believers in Christ, we have a duty to go out as these disciples went out and preach the message of Jesus Christ, to preach the gospel, But in order to preach the gospel that is so clearly important, we must first know the gospel. And to know the gospel is to know the one whom the gospel is written about. And to know the one whom the gospel is written about, we must know the Father whom sent him. We must know the Holy Spirit whom he sent. If we want to be followers of Christ, if we want to get back our lives if we want to heal our nation, if we want to heal our families and our communities and our societies, we cannot prioritize all the division over what's important. And what's important is the word of God. What's important is having God in our lives. What's important is following the example that Jesus sets for us and trying to walk in the footsteps that he's given us that the apostles have walked before us. And so if you like what we do here, if you, if you can get on board with this message of revitalizing the Christian faith, we ask you like this video, share this content, If you're listening to this on the audio only podcast subscribe to this if you're watching this on Facebook like it and share it to your profile tell your friends listen to this read scripture think about it and then think about what really ails our society what really ails our community and I'm pretty certain you'll find yourself coming to the same conclusion, which is a lack of faith that we need to fix and we can help fix. We can become fishers of men. If you're watching this on the Rumble channel, subscribe to this Rumble channel. If you're watching this on the Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Parlor. We're on all those social media platforms. Spread the good news of the gospel. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you on Friday as we get ready to get into the weekend. You guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.